so we're at the Flint Tattoo Convention, the Tattoo City Tattoo Convention in Flint, Michigan, mm -hmm. and I've got Angie Kimmy oh. here, one of my favorite artists, local celebrity. <laughs> All right, enough of that. <laughs> Let's get down to business. So, Angie, you're a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. I love your work. I saw that. Same. Uh, I saw that um, geisha that you did on your friend over there, your client. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, thank you. So amazing. Everything about it. I was raving about it to you yesterday. I just love that piece so much. Thanks. What, uh, what got you into tattooing? So I've always been really like artistic since I was a kid. It's obvious. And as I got older, I think I was about 11, 12, when I seen a show on TV about tattoos, and I had no idea. Was it like a documentary thing. or something? Um, yeah, kind of, sort of. Well, women that had breast cancer and like they were getting huge chest pieces to just cover up scars, and that immediately, I was like, yeah. Yep, I'm doing that. Do. That's me. Yeah, and never thought that I would. But it's, have you done like the mastectomy? No. Tattoo show? Um, no, I haven't. I've had a couple clients come in and ask for it, but not anything set in stone. So the reason you got a tattoo and you haven't even done one yet? <laughs> no, not yet. But, I mean, I never thought that I would become a tattoo artist, you know? And then I think graduated right after high school. I think I was 19. So you were young when you yeah. started your apprenticeship mm -hmm. and everything. So how did all that start for you? Um, it was kind of by luck. I had looked around um, the area, went shop, shop, portfolio. No one was really looking for an apprentice. And then my best friend was getting a tattoo and I went in with her and I had a piece that I wanted to price on, right? Mm -hmm. Brought in the design and the artist, which was Denny from Blackball at the time. Yeah. Um, Denny Pageant? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he's the one that like asked like, who drew that? You know, this and that. And next thing I know, they're asking me to just kind of sketch something up real quick while I'm waiting. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And You're then putting you on the spot. Yeah, and I was like very quiet, very shy, you know. And so I did. And after I got done, it was just like a koi fish, traditional Japanese shaded. And black you just and gray. whipped it out like it was nothing. I mean, it took some time because I'm like, I'm gonna take my time and make sure it's good. And the next thing I know, Jordan Grikowskis, he's the one that was working there too, came up and they offered me the apprenticeship. Like on the spot. Yeah. That's when they were asking about my portfolio and funny story. Like I had already dropped off my portfolio there, but the owner like didn't tell them nothing. It was just kind of hidden. Kind of tucked stacked. like yeah. in the files. Yeah. And like, oh, we get another one this week, guys. Right. Like, and I was like, at the time I had no idea. So then after that, they pretty much told me if I want to come in, check out how the shop works, then I can have the apprenticeship. If not, then I'm, you know, free to go. Right on. Yeah. And then you, you were there for how long? Um, that one, I think I was only there for maybe about a year. Okay. And then... And then you left from there and left. you went with Jordan to his studio, correct? Yeah, that's when he opened up American Revolution. Um, him and Denny. Yeah. Had, you know, and that was about a year, though, a year break. Mm -hmm. And I had moved to Florida for a little bit. And then he calls me, tells me the plans. And he's like, do you want to finish your apprenticeship? This is what like, we're going to do. Say no more. I'll be on the next flight. I'm a Spirit Airlines ticket right now, man. I'm yeah. on my way. Yeah. Pretty much. Set me up. <laughs> Rip some paper towels. <laughs> yeah, right. That was pretty much it, right? I got to be the bitch of the shop. Like, <laughs> yeah, so uh, would you say your apprenticeship was more like a traditional, like old school apprenticeship, or was it a little more modern? Or In the beginning, before I left Blackball, yeah, more the traditional. I got a little hazing, okay. you know, so I can get, like, that tough skin. Because yeah. I was very, like, quiet, you know? And they're like, you need to not be like that because you're going to deal with so many right, different kinds right. of people. So what are your feelings on, like, apprenticeships today and how, like, the hazing process and everything like that is and compared to how it was for you? I mean, from the apprentices that I know and, like, hearing about their experiences now, not like how they used to be, which the hazing, like you said, it's not necessary, but at times, like, for me, like, it did help me, like, get tough skin and get a fucking spine and Absolutely. be who I am now. Absolutely. Um... Sometimes nowadays, I think that they should get a little hazed, but, you know, more focus on the art. You know oh, yeah, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, because back then, it wasn't quite, like, focusing on the art for me and how my apprenticeship was. But Denny and Jordan definitely took over and 
if it weren't for them, like, I wouldn't fucking be here. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I still, I honor my mentor still, even though he was an asshole. <laughs> he fucking put me through hell. I was like, sometimes I'm just like, fuck that guy. But also at the same time, I respect him so much for, you know, putting me through what he did because it made me the artist I am today and with yeah. my values and everything that I have today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how many places have you, you've been, you've pretty much been local, right? Did you, have you ever moved away to work at another shop? I know you, you like went to France for a little bit and you were aspiring to work there uh, from what I remember. I went to France twice. The first time it was just, you know, to meet a friend stuff, but also because of what we do, I'm like, well, I might as well check out shops. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came in contact with one shop in Nice in the South. And they were owned by Americans, and they had a shop in Florida, and they had one in Nice, and then they were just opening up one in Italy, too. But when I went back for, I think, three, four months later that year, that's when I was going to do my guest spot and stuff. That's when, like, all the, like, terrorist attacks happened. Like, there's, like, this truck that drove through. So, like, the country had, like, gotten super strict with that, so I was unable to do that, but I still hung out at the shop. And so, I got to meet them, you know. Like, working abroad with stuff like that going on, like... Did you need, like, a work visa or, like, yeah. st- stuff oh, like yeah. that that just paperwork yeah. wasn't going through yeah, for you Yeah, I had something? to jump through hoops. I had to go to Chicago, like, to, like, an embassy and stuff. It, it was it was a lot. And so it kind of sucked <laughs> when I was like, finally, I can do this, right? And then that happens. And, and they're like, like, nah. I get yeah, I get it, though, you know. But I didn't actually work there. I've worked on Midland, Blackwell, American Revolution, and then came to Saginaw, and I was working at Ism with Kate. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, met Sydney, um, Jeremiah and all them. And I was only there for maybe a couple months and then went over to Drunken Monkey. And then I was at Drunken Monkey for, shit, like six, seven years. You were there for a while. Yeah. Because Jordan went there and you guys worked together there for a while. Jordan was there before you? Yeah, he was there and I was working at ISM. And I think Jordan was there maybe... At least six months, because it, he had dipped out from Midland, his shop. Mm-hmm. Him and Kirby both, like, already had jobs and stuff. So right. I was, like, the last that kind of, like, was seeing where I can go. And then, yeah, after that, he was at Drunken Monkey when I started working there maybe, like, another year two years. Traveling. How, how long have you been doing conventions and stuff for now? This year. Well, so my first expo I ever worked was Grand Rapids, like, years back. Um, and it was small, you know, local, yeah. first year of them doing it. And then I think once I started working at Drunken Monkey is when I started working in Detroit. And I'd worked Detroit at least like three, four years, but working the circuit now, this year. Like, so this year is like your yeah. first big year of like, because, I mean, we worked Philadelphia. We yeah. did that show. And then I saw you in Detroit. Yep. And then you've done a whole bunch since then, too. You've done a Yeah, well, few. we started off with Mini. Yeah, that, and then, that's like the beginning of January. Yep. That's the first one every year. Yep, we did that, and then we went to Philly, and then Chicago, Detroit, and I think the last one before this Flint one was Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. I heard that. That's a good show, but a weird, like, city. <laughs> you see, I heard that, but... It was honestly, for me, I had a great experience, like, even in the city, walking around. But also, it was my birthday weekend. I stayed a couple extra days to explore the city because, you know, in Philly, many, like, we just went there, got done. You're like, so this is my treat weekend. I'm going to enjoy it more. Yeah, and it wasn't anything crazy, but, like, the people we ran into, locals, very nice, very helpful, you know, but also sticking to one area. True, yeah. You know. So if you're, maybe you're in a good pocket, or, like, maybe the the people that I heard stories from, they were just in a bad pocket. You know, yeah, like, it happens, because I had a bad experience in Philly, and unsure if I want to go next year, but I might, because every year could be different. But people were telling me, like horrible things every city you know so i'm preparing myself it's like everybody's getting shot at the urinal man <laughs> for real <laughs> dead bodies packed up everywhere yeah so i mean yeah it just depends on the situation where you're at who you're hanging out with so how, how do you uh how do you feel about all the traveling obviously you enjoy it you keep doing it yeah no you know me like yeah. i love traveling oh yeah it's, um, it's in your blood yeah and so now i'm getting out of my shell like my, i have anxiety you know what i mean and so i've like, you guys have been trying to get me to go on the road with you guys to do shows for years. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I can't. I and now, like, I, stay home. <laughs> I love it, the experiences. And now I'm meeting more and more, like, artists and, like, you know, just growing up. Do you think? Do you feel like it's uh, inspired your work? Oh, yeah, definitely at times. Other times I'm like, 
I want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so good? But like, that's oh also like gosh. motivation, right? It is. It really is. I remember in Detroit, I saw that piece that Rember did oh all gosh. weekend. Oh my yeah. gosh. But killed himself doing it all weekend. Yeah. I, I think I, I talked for a second and he was like, oh yeah, I've slept for about an hour. We were just like, what? It looks like it because that piece is uh, yeah. huge and insanely detailed and it won best of show. Of course. It, yeah. Why wouldn't it? You know? <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> if you're doing that much work on a piece, it better fucking win best oh, of show. Oh my gosh. Even so, then, not the end day, if, if not, still dope ass piece. Oh, dope ass piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that client that sat through that. Yeah. I mean, props to them too. I, I can't imagine getting that much work for just that amount of time all weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't imagine that. So, um, what other shows you got coming up this year? Um, I think the next one is going to be Nashville. Uh, that one, me, Kristen, Jillian, and Sean are going to be going to that one and working that. After that, I'm not sure if I'm going to do any more for the rest of the year, just because you know my personal life. Yeah, um, I remember. I think we were in Detroit when mm-hmm. we were talking about the possibility of doing New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, I was talking with you and Sean about that, that you guys had, like, a, a friend that had a place outside of the city. Yeah. And um, we are going to try and do that with you guys. And Oh, yeah, uh, the Airbnb that yeah. was, like, Sean's client and stuff. Yeah, which was already, like, covered and everything because, you know, trade for trade. Yeah, And yeah. so. This show's so fun. It I've is. had such a blast here. And, um. You know, the tattoo community here, all the artists here. Um, it's definitely lot. grown. Like, it's last year was my first year working this, and I honestly was like, oh, I'm definitely going next year. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's a it's a smaller show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's... I, I did the Asheville show in North Carolina last year, and it's about the yeah. size of that one, and that was a really fun show, too. Uh, a lot of my listeners here that aren't familiar with your work, what's the what's the kind of style of stuff that you like doing the best? I, I know that's kind of a loaded question for you All right now. All the time, <laughs> you know, just because I'm so diverse and I enjoy doing multiple styles, but as far as, like, my favorites and what I kind of, like, I guess, some, starting to get known for even more is, like, more of that, like, realism, surrealism, um, sometimes neo-traditional. I really enjoy you're very versatile. Yeah. And you're 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 very qualified at everything that you're versatile with. Oh, thank you. You you, you very much are. And I, I cannot rave enough about how much I love Angie's work. I've talked about it in previous podcasts. And Oh, that means a lot to me. It means a lot. Thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Yeah, so moving me. forward, like, um, do you have any plans for the rest of your you, you year? Um, you're going to be in California. Yeah, that's just to go see one of my best friends. She's um, working, I think, at the Sequoia National Forest. Dope. Yeah. Um, she graduated college as uh, animal biology. So Super cool. Yeah, she's been out there. She's the one that I went to Alcatraz and was like a little park ranger for a day. Heck yeah. you know. I, so I, I got to see Alcatraz from the little, like, ferry boat tour going around it, you know, but I never, like, actually stopped on the island. I just, like, went past it. Like, when you go under the Golden Gate yeah. kind of thing, you know, I did that the one time, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have paid for the ticket to actually go to it and check it out. Yeah, but it's pretty neat. I learned I, a lot about, like, the history of the island, which I had no idea about, you know, other than, like, ghost shows, right? Yeah, like, yeah, Like, always, yeah. oh, it's haunted. It's so haunted. Yeah. And the cells are this fucking <laughs> yeah, big. How sure. did they fit a body in there? They chopped him up and stuck him in. Yep. It's a cool experience, though. It was yeah. r- really cool. I, I really want to go actually check it out in person, but I think when I was there... Um, the tickets were already sold out to actually go on the island and check it out for the day. I remember going by on the boat and seeing the people walk by. I'm like, they don't deserve it. I do. <laughs> I really wanted to go. Damn. I wanted to go more than they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you have any, like, uh, fun projects or anything that you're uh, looking forward to doing for the rest of the year or anything like that coming up? I mean, other than just trying to stay motivated, get um, new art, new prints, um, Maybe do a couple more pairs of shoes. I've had a lot of people Those like Those shoes I was me. checking out are dope. Yeah, I appreciate it. Those were the second pair. So I'm learning, right? Like, the first pair, like, what to do, what not to do. But now, like, I really want to get more of my art just kind of, like, updated. So you can see where I'm at now. Yeah. Progress, you know. Growth. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in that same realm of yeah. things with with my work right now is i've been recycling a lot of my old stuff mm-hmm. i think a little too long now i've been like kind of rolling on that That's a little too long and i'm like okay it's time for something new i i, I kind of rolled that uh 
that one out as long as I could. I beat that horse to death. Yeah, now you're dragging it at <laughs> yeah, this point. It's like it, it doesn't have any skin on it on anymore. Yeah, it's decomposed <laughs> as fuck. Yep. Like, okay, I got to update my business cards, my banner, all my prints, everything. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it can be exhausting to do all it that is. sometimes. You it know, you is. have to take time for yourself and you have to get yourself in that right headspace to yeah. want to do that for yourself. But yeah. then when you do, it's, it's almost like uh, you move into a, I've, I've been using the word seasons a lot lately, but it, it, it's fitting and it's, it's a good way to describe kind of, you know, positions that we're in yeah. with our careers. It's and, like moving and, on to like the next chapter, yeah. leveling up, you yeah. know. Leveling up, next chapter, the next yeah. page. Yeah, right. The next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like next season. season. Well, uh, it's fall, pretty good. I think fall's coming up and I'm really excited about it. Oh, I love yeah. the fall. I mean, who doesn't like fucking fall? I don't know. Halloween. I'm All so day, ready to every decorate. Day, I wish. I just want to decorate. I've been waiting. Like, I just moved into a new house and stuff, too, so I'm still, like, in the middle of, like, unpacking and settling in. Just unpack the Halloween shit. I thought about it, but honestly, like, (laughs) there's more important stuff I got to do first. (laughs) I need spoons. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I need actual utensils. (laughs) Right. Um, So, uh, no more shows this year, then? I mean... I um, it's up in the air as far as I think December Florida doing one in Florida what either Orlando yeah Tam- Tampa Tampa in Orlando Tampa and Orlando I think they're like there's one in the fall and there's one in the winter isn't there yeah something like that yeah well that'd be a nice way to end the year is like someplace nice and warm exactly like why that. I'm sitting here like maybe I've so. never been to Florida yet. Really? Yeah. My girlfriend, Adriana, keeps telling me, she's like, we need to go to, like, Universal Studios. I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to go yeah. to Harry Potter. It's pretty sweet. Expecto freaking give me a butter <laughs> butter bureau. Yo. Oh, man. Those are, like, they were pretty good, but, like, too sweet for me. Yeah. But you should. You should definitely I, I have to partake in a butter beer while I'm down there. There's, like, I think, what, two, three different kinds. I'm going to try every one. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> right? Because the Alley. flavor hits differently with each one. And then I'm going to have to drink them in reverse order to see if it tastes good <laughs> going backwards. You're going to have a bellyache by the end of that. That's, that's like the story of my life. I, I didn't get this size by, like, fucking around and not trying things in life. You know what I mean? Exactly. I eat the concessions. That's I try the butter You're not living life if you're just not, like, you know. Right. That's what I tell people all the time, you know, take the trip, get the tattoo, eat the cake. Yeah. Live. Live. Experience it. Mm-hmm. So wrapping this up here for... Uh, Anybody that's like starting off doing conventions and stuff from when you first started doing conventions to where you are now, mm-hmm. any advice? Hmm. Well, for me, I tend to in the beginning overpack, right? Because you want to be prepared. Right, right. And as the years go on, you get more comfortable and you start bringing less and less. And like, less I barely stuff. even need a machine. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> barely. But it's just like, you know, supplies because you also, there's companies here. So if you forget something or you can always like borrow off, like the artists are so freaking nice. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. So like, just make sure that you have your machines, inks, needles, designs, and don't be socially awkward. And even if you are, that's all right. Yeah, it's all right. You'll, you'll, you'll learn to like gel in yeah. where, and fit yep. in where you fit in, you know? Yeah. Um, don't let the fear stop you. You said something to me yesterday that really resonated with me, actually, um, about posting on social media and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, because I, I get self-conscious like every other yeah, artist out there. Yeah. And you said to me, yeah, but even if 100 people hate it, there's somebody out there that's going to love it. There's always going to be someone out there that's going to like your artwork, the tattoo design. And that was really like that that resonated with me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to try and carry that forward mm-hmm. and use that as inspiration to keep me motivated to uh, continue to, to post, post and they, sh- that's share my stuff with everyone. That's what keeps me posting at times, you know. Somebody's going to love it. Sometimes, but Somebody's I'm like, you know it. what? Just because I'm being my own worst critic right now, does that mean that like everyone's going to just like hate on it right. and this and that? And even then like you got to feel comfortable and happy with what, you know, the end product is. Right. And I think we go through that not just for ourselves, but also for the people that enjoy our work and, yeah. you know, we share our work with, mm-hmm. is we go through that crippling self-doubt and everything, and we have to overcome that to get to the next season. Yeah, next season. So that we can share that with people and yeah. so they can enjoy it. But there's a whole process to that oh, to yeah. arrive where we, we are today. Yeah. I mean, it's over time, too. Like, yeah. it's growth, right? Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. Rum, no. Rum oh. wasn't built in a day. Definitely Every not. Badass tattoo artists out there didn't happen overnight, although some of them these days are seeming like they're fucking happening That's overnight. That's exactly what I'm saying. And though. I'm just like, I'm going to cut my hands off. Like, of where tattooing. did you come from? Yeah. You know? They're like, oh, I just, I just 
tried tattooing last week. Oh, like, really? Uh, what's his uh, social media? Nick Mitchell. He's the guy that does like the he did the zombie characters and everything. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like I remember when he started tattooing. He did the characters for so long, and he's like, "Hey guys, it's my first attempt at a tattoo," and it was just fucking awesome. <laughs> Probably won like six awards That's or something. That's exactly I'm just where like, I'm like. I'm going to quit. Yeah, I'm going to quit. Fuck you. I've been doing this for 15 years, and yeah, I'm going to like, quit. The industry doesn't need me, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I guess I'm just going to go crawl under a table and die. Yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> fucking flip burgers. I'll probably suck at that, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? Well, how can everybody find you on the interwebs and check out your work? Well, mainly Instagram. It's got most all my portfolio, all my pictures. What, um, what's your what's Angie your Angie underscore Kimi22. On Insta. So I'll uh, put a link, like, right in this area here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Facebook, just Angie Kimi. Okay. And I have a TikTok, and I, it's probably Angie Kimi as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't posted a lot on TikTok yet. Probably so. Google. You could probably find all your yeah. socials and, like, click these links below. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. Well, hey, everybody, we're back on the Inkwell podcast here at the Tattoo City, Flint Tattoo, Michigan convention here. Um, I got a really special guest, my good friend here, Brandon Stromberg, also known as Brandon Derm. <laughs> so you got the nickname Brandon Derm for uh, your time with Santa Derm here. So is that kind of how you got started in the tattoo industry? Yeah, so basically uh, back in 2017, uh, I was working for a corporate sales company. And I had a heart attack. I remember you telling me about that. And so uh, my Stressful. wife said, you need to find something different or, you know, that's, you're going to die. So a, a buddy of mine was with Santa Andrew at the time, and he's no longer with them anymore. Um, but he basically said, hey, they're looking for somebody in sales. And I'm like, okay. They said they had this guy that's out on the road all the time at conventions and stuff. I need somebody inside sales. I'm like, all right, cool. That's fine. Steve. And um, they said, well, you're not sure what you could do because you know, I didn't, I had mini school just two little jaw banger tiny tattoos yeah it. just a couple little nothing little bangers and uh i did really well i sold all the inventory out in you know in a month and a half so like and they're oh. like we need to keep this guy yeah, exactly <laughs> they did <laughs> like we got something here they said okay we can see what you do on the phone let's see what he does in real person in convention so my first convention 2018 was philly that that's like throwing you in the shark tank man it, it was bro <laughs> it was like 1700 booths i mean it was massively we such a big show we probably wrapped like 680 people that weekend it was nuts your thumbs were probably like, I don't ever want to touch this stuff again. All I remember is there was a Where's Waldo tattoo and a dude's ass crack. And I'm like, I'm a grown man. I am not rapping that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to suck for that guy when he took that sand derm off. I don't care oh, yeah. how much you run that under warm water to loosen it up. It's going to hurt like shit when pulling that off. Most definitely. Most definitely. So how did you do that year in Philly then? Uh, it was good, man. It was, it was interesting. I was a lot heavier back then, so I was like, oh, my God, this is really tough work. Yeah. When, I, when I first saw you this weekend, like, that's the first thing I noticed, man. You're looking great. Thank you, bro. Thank I, you. I commented on that when I saw you this weekend. Oh, yeah. You're looking good. I need to steal your secrets. <laughs> Working out, eating right, and semi-glutide. Yeah, man. And meth is one hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No. This, this is this is all about all the math I do is these freaking exactly. monster energy That's drinks. right, right. A lot of caffeine. So a after that uh, <laughs> that first Philly convention and being out there and everything, Santa Durham's probably like, okay, this is the fucking guy. We need this guy out there. But you didn't have many tattoos. So were you approached by uh, tattoo artists on the convention circuit like, hey, man, get if you're going to hang with us, exactly. you got to patch up yep, <laughs> pretty yep. much. You better get it and going. And I just... I realized when I was getting tattooed, it kind of reminded me of when I was in the military. I liked that kind of the adrenaline aspect of it. Yeah. It was kind of a therapy for me. So I realized that actually tattoo is therapy for oh, me. What, what branch were you in? I was a search and rescue from the Navy for 10 years. Oh, no shit, bro. Yeah. Thanks thanks for your service, man. Yep. The Navy boys, man, you get that was a, probably a fun time being on the ships and everything. It man. was interesting. I was actually more of an air crew. So I was actually, I was an Airedale. So oh, okay. I had I was on deployments, but I never was actually attached to a ship company. Or okay. Like that at all. So. So now, how long have you been traveling, doing the shows for Santa Derm and everything? So I just had my anniversary with Santa Derm, six years. Six July. years now? Yep. Hell yeah, bro. Yep. Hell yeah. And uh, basically, just I was hitting his most, I don't know how many conventions I was doing. Over the last two years, at least, maybe 20. 
Hell yeah. It so a lot. it's full-time. It is full-time. Full-time traveling. Full-time traveling, but I'm also dealing with the loyalty club. I'm dealing with artists. You know, I have a, you know, I have the sales aspect of it, and I'm also the convention aspect of it, too. The, the loyalty club, I, I'm signed up for the loyalty Correct. club, and you're my rep. That's right. And I freaking love it. I think it's a genius idea. Uh, you know, just taking a lot of like the stress off of artists having to freaking remember, oh crap, I forgot to order bench. Now I'm all out of it. You don't have to worry about running out. Correct. And you also have a chokeability factor. You have somebody you can actually reach out to and say, hey, yeah. what the fuck's my shit? Yeah, you know, yeah. What's going Come on? on, man? Exactly. So, you know, they'll have a dedicated rep to help Brandon, out. That shit's sure. supposed to be here this week, bro. <laughs> right. Where is it? Exactly. Better exactly. overnight that shit right now. Or any changes. Just having that. We really want to have a family aspect with Sanoderm, so we want to have that relationship that's really important to us with our it, artists. I so. feel like you guys definitely do. You know, there's a lot of under, other bandages out there, and I've tried just about everything on the market. I stick with Sanoderm. Because one, you know, some people have reactions to different bandages, and it just happens with people's skin types. But one thing I've noticed about Sanoderm is that percentage of people, it's way lower with Sanoderm. It's so much easier to apply. It feels so much better on the skin. It doesn't feel like you have a fucking trash bag on your arm. And for me as an artist, applying it, hell yeah. <laughs> I love doing this at the show. But for me as an artist, applying it, it's so much easier. I'm not sitting there fidgeting with my client that's sore and ornery from getting drilled on all day, you know, trying to put this trash bag on them. Sanoderm's like, rip it off, stick it on, roll off the edges so it's easier for them to take off, good to go. What's great too is a lot of people don't realize we have other products than just the Derm too. So we have our vegan soap, which is really, really popular right now. It's got the colloidal silver, lavender, really good healing properties. We always, we want to heal before, during, and after the tattoo. That's that's the whole goal. Absolutely. Um, and and so you were on uh, John Nelson's podcast. <laughs> yes, I was. And uh, some of the stuff he's doing right now, I just love it, dude. I love that guy so much. Uh, they did that little skit where uh, Sanoderm, this shit will heal anything. And really, it's true, man. I keep a roll of it at home in my first aid kit. So, like, if I cut myself in the garage or something working on one of my bikes, I just put a little fucking piece of Sanoderm on it and forget and, about it, man. And I have to thank John because seeing me on that podcast, realized how much of a fat ass I was and really wanted me to get in the gym. <laughs> I think that's what it's doing for me right now, being on my own damn podcast. <laughs> Dude, that, oh, I love Sundays at shows, man. That's when, uh, like, all the excitement's happening. Yeah, Every, the yeah, the whole uh, community comes together. I, everybody's hanging out. You know, barely anybody's at the booths anymore, but everybody's up front here checking out what's going on on the stage. Hey, we're they're getting $10,000. Yeah, They're going to be sitting on the grand. stage. I've never Did seen I... that anywhere. So now, <laughs> be, you... being with Sanoderm all these years and everything and being on the road and everything, that kind of led you into, um, and with your experience, what you went through, like, Tattoo Saved My Life, um, because, you know, you were in a different industry. You had a heart attack. Getting into the, the tattoo industry and kind of, like, finding, like, where you belong. Most definitely. Because you belong with us, man. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You belong with I us. I do now, definitely. And so you got connected with Josh, yep. and through his experience and everything, and starting the nonprofit, A Tattoo Saved My Life, yep. you're really, you're, you're dug in. You're, you're in the industry. You're, you're like a pillar now in this industry with Tattoo Saved My Life. I think what, how this initially happened was last year, um, a lot of people know this, we took a life back in 09, and so I've been talking to some people about suspending, and I was doing some research on it, and it's a rite of passage. It's a, it's a way to look for PTSD. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why people do it. And I, Fleetwood Mac was playing a lot on those stupid Chevy commercials that were going on. Yeah, I remember October. This. Okay. Well, that was my mom's favorite band. Her favorite holiday was Halloween. And it right on Tampa. Tampa's Halloween weekend. And I talked to Sean, and I'm like, okay, you know, let's, I'm going to do it. And they're like, okay. And they set me up for Sunday. Saturday, um, my wife was there, which was really cool having her there as well. Oh, yeah, to support, yeah. Yeah, to support. And Saturday, I had a dream. Like, it actually lived what would happen. Pretty much came true exactly what I dreamed about. It was pretty wild. So. Oh, shit. So, it, it was having, like having all the artists come and support me, and like, it really showed cheer much you love, on most and everything. Definitely. Heck yeah. So, the, how, how, from there, like, how did you get involved with the, the Tattoo Save My Life nonprofit? So then Josh, uh, he was there at that time, so he, he saw me suspend everything like that. He knew the reason why I was doing it and everything was just to release my mother, which she yeah, did. Man. Just old. Dude, I'm getting oh, good. Man. Look at that. I'm getting good. I know. Right it's now, it's wild, man. It's really wild. I love talking with you, man. So he uh, he calls me up and says, hey, I'm going to go launch this. I think it's a really good idea. And what do you think about it? And I asked, yeah, it sounds awesome. And he goes, I'm going to do it in New Zealand because I don't want it to be domestic yet because a lot of people know me here, but they won't know me out there. And it's just going to see what happens. I said, cool. 
went through, holidays went through. He calls me up in January and he says, you know what? I want you on. I want you being on the board. And I think that you'd be a really big part of it. And I said, let's do it, man. You know, Dude, so. given your, your expertise and your history of sales and everything that you have professionally, I feel like you were a perfect fit. Yeah. And with, you know, your experiences and everything like that, like, it was a marriage is meant to happen. Most definitely. You know, it's like I have both tattoos of Sanagram and Tattoo Save My yeah. Life on me. I'm a very loyal person when it comes to that, but oh, yeah. Sanagram is my love, but tattoo is definitely my life. And it's a legacy, so well, we'll see what happens. Well, I remember, because uh, you and I just met earlier this year at the Motor City Convention, yep. and it was in, you know, at the end of the day, you saw me wearing the Tattoo Save My Life shirt, and you, I remember you approached me and you're like, hey man, you're wearing my shirt. I was like, what do you mean? This is my shirt, bro. And then we got to talking and everything. And, uh, you know, I got to hear your story and everything. And I wear it on my sleeve just like you do, man. And we got talking in the in the bar after a couple of tequilas Some or so. Tequilas, and, yep. you know, we just bonded right there. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, I realized right there, like, this guy's going to be my friend whether he likes it or not. Most so. definitely. Oh, dude, I love that. <laughs> and we got talking about Tattoo Saved My Life and uh, just how much it means to me, too, what you guys are doing and hearing how much it means to you. Like, I have no choice but to support you guys with everything you do because you're as passionate about giving back to the industry as I am. Most definitely. And, and I mean, I have some really strong ideas I want to do. You know, eventually I want to build an app. Um, I want this app to be a journaling option in there. The artist can actually journal, and oh, I know that would help out a lot too. Oh man, that's a um, great idea. We'll have um, a 24/7 hotline of artists that volunteers that want to be available that they can reach out to if they need to. And I already have a few artists that want to be part of that, and then have a hotline available that any area they're in, mental health services are available from right then. Because we're losing too many good artists out there. Yeah, right we now. are, man. We're just everyone in general, dude. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that help is so available and that you know people like yourself and josh and the whole crew that you guys have with tattoo save my life you know some people don't know how to acquire that help or like what channels to go through and if any of you guys out there are struggling with any kind of mental health or depression or anything you can hit up these guys and they'll point you in the right direction you're not freaking alone man not alone and you think about it too is that um this is a very tight community when it needs to be. And I think what's great about this Tattoo Save My Life is that there's no competition with aspect of it. Right. Um, there's no artists competing against each other. There's no companies competing against each other. Everybody has a common goal that mental health is important with these industries. Absolutely. And we're all here to see each other at the next show. And we, yep. we want to see each other at the next show. Exactly. You know? So if anybody's exactly. having a rough time, man, just reach out. Just reach out. You know, and, and wanna, I want to grow this organically with artists, too. You know, I don't want to try to get anybody involved with, you know, sponsors or money or anything like that. Right. Let's grow it with the artists, have them really believe it, and, and want to support right. it. And, and, you know, strong just, foundation. Most definitely. And strong. that way, it's it's credible at that time, too. Right? You're not just some insider trying to come out with it. Right. You know, and... You didn't, you didn't have to, <laughs> to, you know, pay for extra likes or Correct. anything like that, you Correct. know? Yeah. And I feel like what you guys are doing is you guys are s such genuine people. And that's why I'm so supportive of what you guys are doing. Because you're genuinely out there trying to just help mm -hmm. and just, you know, give back. You know, and, and share your experiences, which, you know, is kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast also, you know, and like sharing your story and everything is there's, it might reach one person. Mm -hmm. If it reaches one fucking person, job well done. Exactly. And you that's know, one person helps saved. save one, one, one life, life. Exactly. Job well done, man. Well, and as Josh said, hurt to heal, not hurt to hurt. Exactly, man. So, you know, in myself, you know, I'm out here trying to shine some light on different aspects of the tattoo industry and you know i've talked with a lot of different people today and it's been a great day this has been a great show and what you guys are doing is freaking great i highly recommend everybody out there at least check out the website read a little bit about your story check out some of your social media what's some of the links that people can uh so on, to you? on ig just uh at tattoo save my life um and the website's www.tattoosavemylife.com and you get a shirt donate even post your own story, you know, tell us what's going on, how to tattoo save your life. You know, we want to hear that and see that and have it out there for other people to look as well, because that way they know they're not alone as well. Exactly, so. man. Exactly. And then uh, for Sanaderm, mm -hmm. Brandaderm. Brandaderm. Yep. So Brandaderm, hit me up if you guys need discounts or any products, whatever. Like I said, I'll be a dedicated rep. I have another inside sales rep that she works as well. So you, 
you'll always be taken care of no matter what. Yeah, and these guys really do take care of you, man. I remember I, I was on the phone with you for about an hour when I set up my loyalty account, man. Mm -hmm. We were just shooting the shit, and you are telling me what's going on. I think it was you were down in Florida, actually, and you were just wrapping up the podcast at Borrow Time. That's right, yep. And um, you're like, hey, man, just give me like an hour or so, and uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of you. We were texting and everything. You're like, I'll get you set up, man. And I, I, I love that personability that we have. You know, it's not, you're not just a number with San and Durham either. You know, you're, it's really personable. If I got an issue, I'm just going to text you and be like, hey, man. Exactly. What's up? Yep, text, IG, whatever. I'm 24-7 I'm I'm with artists because it's national. You know, it's, it's the West Coast, East Coast, wherever it is, I'm there. So. Hell yeah. Anything else you want to you wanna talk about or add to this that you guys got coming up? Um, I think we're going to be going to, Josh is going to France. I'm not sure if I'm going to Europe or not. Um, my passport sure goes. That's, uh, he won in Hell City too. I didn't get to go to Hell City this oh, that was fun. It's such a fun show. It is a good show. Derb puts on such a fun show, Derb's man. a great dude. You know what? Actually, what's funny is Derb really helped kind of put that out for us too because he had the artist with the sign said, take care of your mental health. And he was yeah. wearing a tattoo saying my life shirt. Yeah. And like, I, I put that out there and I was just like, dude. And then having Matt, Mohawk Matt and... From yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that post. I love what Derb's doing with the tattooer with oh, assignment. Yeah. It's oh, hilarious, yeah. but also he's kind of like bringing up a lot of issues that kind of like oh yeah poking at some Poke issues. At that, people, yeah. yeah, that needs to be done. It needs it to be talked about. It does need to be done, man. Because yeah. like the industry, I, I've talked with a lot of artists, especially today, about uh, you know where the industry was, how it's evolving, some things that we agree with, some things that we don't agree with. I got one. How do you think about the whole situation yeah. of being knocked out to do a whole back? or dock now. I mean, that's that's so unfair. It, it is unfair. Like, you, you're you not gotta, getting you the experience. Earn it. You gotta that's earn that pain. That's just flexing that you have money. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I say fuck that. Exactly. I say fuck that. I agree, too. I agree, too. I mean, numbing cream is one thing, but being knocked out is a whole nother. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I want to see the tattoo. Was it arm I want to see the tattoo. We got to go look. But we're on the podcast. I know. <laughs> I kind of want to cover it, but I kind of want to just be like, all right, well, <laughs> bye. Everybody's going to go see it. So let's, Fuck. let's go. Fuck it, let's wrap this up. All right, thanks all for right. being on the Inkwell yeah. podcast, Brandon. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Thank Tattoo City Flint Tattoo Convention with my friend Jamie McClown. We both work for Electric Chair. You're in Clio now? Yep, Clio yep, still location. Clio. I'm in Bay City. So how long have you been tattooing for and kind of what got you interested or dragged you into this mess? <laughs> um, I've been tattooing for like 13 years. Uh, good like eight, nine maybe. How does that work? Well, I, I mean, it, it, I'm counting my apprenticeship. Okay, so, so like you, you had a lengthy apprenticeship then. Yeah, yeah. So I did an apprenticeship for six months, and then the guy ran away to Wyoming. So I had to restart, and I restarted under Kyle Dunbar. Hell, he's here today. Yeah, he is. And Candy. Um, I went with them for about two years, and then I went off on my own for another year. And then when I finally left that shop, that's where I feel like I actually started my tattoo like career your, your like career instead of like your education you were into career mode yeah yeah which I feel like even up until 2014 when I came to electric chair that is like where I've done the most growth is from 2014 to now being it's, surrounded by so many amazing artists I was just gonna say isn't it incredible like the pillar that electric chair is there's just yeah. like 40 artists of, you know we just have this wealth of knowledge and mm -hmm. i feel like that was good for my career too is hanging out with all those artists and learning yeah. from everybody and all the talent yeah when our boss joe asked me like where do i want to go if i'm going to come work at a lecture and i said i want to go to clio because andy kurth is there arthur bone is there there's so many amazing artists there yeah, i mean it works, like the, everyone's amazing right know, right but, but like those are like household names especially yeah, in clio yeah. you know like, like Early on in my career, I was I knew of Andy Kurth, and I just felt like I don't know. I always well, looked up to him. So. If you guys don't know who Andy Kurth is, fucking go look him up. <laughs> yeah, grow he's great. up. Yeah, grow <laughs> up and know who Andy Kurth is. So, I'm very familiar with your style, and I love your style, and I I, I, I love seeing like the the new season of work you're kind of leaning yeah. into as of I feel lately. Like I go in little um, style like for a year or two, and then I change, and then I change. And then like it all kind of comes together in this like building who you are as an artist yeah, kind yeah. of thing like i was just talking with uh Kristen about that 
and I, I find it super fascinating and it's exciting and like the journey itself is so mm -hmm. fun. So what, like, what kind of stuff are you really into right now? Um, I'm trying to get into color portrait work. I've only done two so far. I know, and they're both amazing. Thank you. I did just win an award uh, <laughs> on the second one that I did. I got second place. It, it's an amazing piece. It's right here. I'm going to do that, like, whole oh, little okay, magic okay. stuff, you okay. know what I mean? I was like, where? Uh, you're like, it's floating in the air <laughs> oh, magically. Yeah. Yep, it's right here. It. And it's an incredible piece. Incredible Thank piece. You. And I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit of how amazing you are with the stuff that you do. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you've won multiple awards now. You were here last year and you won for um, that. Yep, um, I won Best of Day and Best Black and Gray piece for the stomach piece that I did. Yeah, and uh, Kate. Yep. And it still looks great to this day. Mm -hmm. I mean, freaking, yeah, she should awesome. enter it this week. Did she enter it at all this weekend? No, no. I didn't want to keep entering the same piece again and again, so. Well, sometimes you got to, like, sit on that throne until there's a worthy <laughs> adversary to knock you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so with going into color realism and everything, that's, like, your new excitement thing right, that you're yeah. getting pumped up about. Um, what I really like to do is be super stressed out while I'm tattooing. <laughs> Because I feel like it pushes me, and if I don't get out of my comfort zone, then I'm not going to grow. So. Well, I I was saying to Angie Akimi last night, mm -hmm. uh, we were we were talking about yeah, all good oh, things, okay. all good things, good. and actually how I I noticed that you went over to Kyle, and you had even said to me yesterday that you know, and I didn't know that Kyle was your mentor, mm -hmm. um, that his opinion really mattered. And I was like, I, I was it like, does, yeah. I was like curious, why why is that? And um, I didn't know that he was your mentor. Yeah. And I thought it was so cool, like, how you accept critiques and everything like that and how you seek it because mm -hmm. you want to push yourself to be better. Yeah, because somebody else can see something maybe I can't see or they can they have a different eye on it, you know. Right, yeah. I, I did get a chance to talk to him. He was busy um, during the show. But after the show, at the after party, I met up with him and we talked about it and he gave me a bunch of pointers and it was really great. That's awesome. That's so cool. And... I, I, I just, I was really intrigued and fascinated that you sought that out for yourself. Yeah. And because there's a lot of people out there that don't handle criticism very well or actively seek it for yeah. themselves. And I, I just thought it was really cool that you, that you Thanks. are always trying to improve like that. And you, and you do it with such grace and like professionalism. And I, I just think am that, I, am I, do I come off professional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think it's a really good uh, uh, quality that you have. That, you know, I, I haven't known you super long or anything, but every time we've hung out at a couple shows that we've done together and everything, I, I think you handle yourself really well and, like, how you run your business and everything. Oh, it's it's inspiring. You. And I think a lot of early or new artists out there can take some pointers from you on that. So, like, with that being said... Apprentices coming out these days and everything. I've been talking a lot about apprentices uh, lately. Do you have any advice for anybody trying to get in the tattoo industry, like based on, you know, the experience like that you had? Like trying to get into an apprenticeship, or like somebody that's already in an apprenticeship. If I could, maybe have, maybe know. a little bit of both. Like in comparison, because you've seen the industry grow now and mm -hmm. evolved over the you know 13, 14 years. Yeah. You said that like yeah. since you, that you I've got been your like start. in it. Yeah. yeah. So if. Let's say, for instance, there's some apprentices here today, and this is their first convention, and they're looking around at all these amazing artists, and they're just kind of starstruck. Moving forward for them, what's some advice that you would give them? Oh, if they're apprenticeship already? Yeah. Okay. So if they've um, already started, say they're like a month in. I would say don't rush to try and get into your first tattoo to do it. But I feel like a lot of apprenticeships are just, or apprentices are just like, I want to get started tattooing right now. Um, but kind of like, like especially at something like this, if you walk around, try and soak up like what they're doing, what what their art looks like, and don't be afraid to like walk in and ask some questions because mo ev most everyone is really happy to help. And talk oh, absolutely! About, like, what they're doing. Um, it's, it's a great industry. Everybody's, especially at this show. Um, I I was fortunate enough to sit down and. Uh, have Travis for like 20 minutes earlier. And he's, oh, he did, he, he did this? Too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, cool. he's sat down and talked with me, and he's been busy all weekend because, I mean, he's paid attention to so much detail with everything. It's mm -hmm. like far as I the I love these. These are my are favorite they, I know. Ones they're so cool. They, I've ever had. They're, they're like, like metal. Metal and 
they'll hold up forever. Because, yeah. you know, we all save these. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a... I was just telling somebody a story about... I did a Denver tattoo convention, and so we we do load in on Thursdays. And we had drove... Or we had taken an airplane ride, and it was just, like, really early in the morning. We check in, and I look, like, horrible, because I've just... <laughs> and they're like, like hey, let's take your picture, and then this is going to be on your plaque for the entire weekend. And I'm like, great, this is my awful Thursday photo. <laughs> I'm exhausted, and I get to wear it all weekend. You're like, thanks. I never want to do the show again. <laughs> so you've done quite a few shows, like, mm -hmm. especially the last few years, haven't you? Yeah. Like, we, you're, like, the queen like three, of shows. Like three or four years we've been doing it. How, uh, how many a year would you say you're doing right now? Um, I didn't really do many this year. I did two year, two of them, I think, this year. But last year we did, uh, like, eight of them, I think. We, we want to do one at least, like, one every other month, if not one a month. That's freaking awesome. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of gracefully trying to approach that myself. Have you been on one? Yeah. Have you gone to a villain art show or like a show with yeah, the last Yeah. I, I did uh, Philly this oh, year. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we worked Detroit together this year. Remember oh, that? Yeah. And I had that amazing cheeseburger. Oh. <laughs> that thing was so that good. That was so good. I still it remember it. It was like it. jelly and jalapenos and stuff. I know. And like the egg and everything. Oh, yeah, oh my God. It was so good. It was good. the best burger. And I was so hungry at the end of that I, day, and I waited so long. Memory was like an hour and a half before was, I got yeah. the burger, and I sat on the floor in the lobby and just <laughs> shouted down. Oh my god, it was so good. So what? Um, what are some things that you've learned from like compare in contrast to like doing your first show to where you're at now? Because now you're running like a well-oiled machine, yeah. I'd say. Uh, in contrast, like what what are some tips and advice that you'd give people getting into doing some conventions? So the first show that we did, we packed two large suitcases, two backpacks, way too much stuff. And we didn't need half of it. Like I, I packed a full box of each size of needles. I'm like, I need to, I might do 40 tattoos this weekend. It's like, you don't need that much. Um, and anything that you forget, you can just buy at the convention anyway. Right, so it's like pack store. light. Right. Just pack light. That's my advice. Have you seen how uh, Vampiro does his like pack setup? Mm -hmm. He has everything fits in like a book bag for him. Oh, He's but got, that's like, the point I'm at now, where I have a black pack and I can just carry that, and that's all I need. Yeah, dude, and like that setup, and like when you get it down to a science like that, you can do the weekend so easy, yeah. and it, it, I, I feel like it runs so smooth for you. Mm -hmm. And then, like like you said, if you're missing anything, you just run over to one of the vendors and pick it up. Right. So um, moving forward. Um, what shows do you got coming up for the rest of the year? Do you have any other ones booked? Um, we're, we were supposed to do a show in New Zealand in September. Dang, we, uh, we didn't end up, we didn't end up bugging it, so we're not going to do that. Our next show is until next January for Minneapolis and then Philly. Sweet. Oh, um, Scott, Skizzy Scott, mm -hmm. he travels with you. You, you, got, yeah. you guys are a unit. You guys do all the shows together. You guys do every show together? Do you um, ever? He's, he's done more than I have this year just because I'm trying to focus a lot more at home. Okay. So... Yeah. And then I, you guys always take avocado with you. Yes, Avocados, our dog, avocado. their dog. You want to put him up here? I do. He's so cute. I'm gonna have to go I'll like I'll photo bomb really get a get a I'll whole bunch really of pictures. Yes, Sweet he's sweetest little thing um, ever. We actually have an Instagram for him, Avocado the Staffy. Yeah. And we have pictures of him like at conventions, walking down the aisle. That's and awesome. Like that. yeah. I, I uh, met him for the first time at. Detroit, or mm -hmm. I, I yeah, I think it was Detroit. Um, Skizzy had him. Uh, walking around and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Can I pet your dog? And he's like, hell no. <laughs> he was like, I'm just fucking kidding, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's so, he loves he's so all fun. the attention, but by Sunday, um, he gets to a point where he's, they're like, can I pet your dog? And he's like, no. And yeah. then the owl's <laughs> like, don't pet me. Yeah. I'm tired. He's like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Go pet the next dog. <laughs> so what are, what are some things that, uh, any big plans or anything? Uh, so the international thing, that sounds like maybe something that you're, Want oh, to explore. yeah, yeah. I just um, went to Italy recently this year. and uh, I remember that. I would, there was a couple conventions out that way, so I would love to go back and actually do a convention. And maybe that will be, like, my first one out of the country. Have you done much research as to, like, what's different about traveling abroad and doing a convention I abroad? I have, yeah. So I, I'd love to hear about that, about your experience after you get back from doing a show, like, over the pond or whatever. Um, anything coming up uh, at home, like with your career and everything that you're trying to move forward with, or anything? Like we talked Not about the color portraits. I can or... talk about yet. Oh. But I do have big plans. Yes. I think I know what you're talking about, but we'll leave that okay. for a later time. <laughs> um, 
Well, I think that kind of covered everything. I'll let you go back right, to cool. enjoying the show. You said you're done tattooing for the night? I am. I'm going to probably pack up after this. But thank you for having me on your no show. No problem. I Thanks was really nervous, on. but I think I think it was okay. I think yeah, it was don't good. be And nervous. I want to come back and I want to do it again. Yeah, that'd be so fun. So tell tell everybody how they can uh, find your work and everything. Instagram, Facebook, what, what do you um, got? So you can look up my Instagram. It's M-C-L-O-N-E, McLone, tattoos, and... It's very simple. I, oh, I actually have a fun... Oh, well, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Come I on. I do down. have a funny story. Um, we were at a show in Minneapolis, and I met this artist, Steve Monet, and he was really nice. He, I made some cutouts, and he was the first one to buy them, and he was, he was saying they were awesome. It's like, oh, great. So then we were at the bar one night, and he's like, hey, what's your Instagram? I'll follow you. And I was like, oh, it's tattoos by JMEMCL. And he's like, what? That's a mouthful. Can you spell it out for me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, I got through... The halfway through tattooing, he's like, no, 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 this is awful. This is the worst name you've ever had. Why would you name your Instagram this? It's so confusing. And I was like, okay, thank you. But it is. Every time I say it, they're like, J-A-M-I-E? No, I'm like, no, J-M-E, J-M-E. And so that's why I switched it to just McClone Tattoos. It's just very simple, very easy to find. Like, so And it's actually the first one that pops up, so... Once again, she handles criticism yeah. so fucking well. <laughs> so fucking well. It was well. actually funny. <laughs> that is pretty fucking funny. I, want, I wonder if people think of my social media like that. What is, I, your, what is your... It's just G-Wint. Oh, that's good. That's I, short. Actually, one funny story about one of my uh, little things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, this one client I had, he was like uh, looking at mm -hmm. my business card, and I have my at G-Wint mm -hmm. on there, which is just my first initial and my last name. He was yeah. like, what's Gwint? And I was like, what's what? Gwint? I was like, what the fuck, man? It's... Come on, do you know who I am? <laughs> Gabe Wind. Put it, it together. It makes sense. It makes sense. It made sense to me. Right. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the Inkwell Podcast. Yeah. We're here chilling for the weekend. It's Sunday at the Tattoo City, Flint, Michigan Tattoo Convention. Jamie, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'll catch you later. Call me a Take all the pressure like I'm acing this test. Oh.